boys, welcome back to episode 54 of the Review Podcast. Very special episode. It is December 24th, Christmas Eve. Very special Christmas Eve TBR special whatever episode today. We have special edition Christmas trivia. Big trivia match between, as always, Michael Lynch is the trivia guy. And he's facing a new opponent today, Seth who is always on the review podcast. We're doing it on the review because Michael lost on the review last time to Carp and Vito, and he's 0 for 2 in his last two, so he lost home field advantage for the time being. But it is Christmas Eve. Um, what the hell is that? I don't know. I, <laughs> button. I regret doing it. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Oh my God. I was trying to see myself bigger. It did not. That's not what I expected to happen. So we're we are now on. Seth has shared his screen, and we are all photoshopped onto this like stone wall. I don't know and what that. It's was. me, Seth, Michael, and Rudolph is next to me too. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um. So yeah. Uh. But yeah, let's uh let's introduce everybody first. Seth, as always, uh, we'll start with you since you're, you know, you're on the review. This is your first time on trivia. How's it going? How are you feeling headed into this match? I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. I mean, he's on a losing streak. I, I mean, if Carp could beat him, and I mean, Carp's pretty good at trivia. I feel like I'm on a pretty similar level to, uh, to Carp, so I feel like I can definitely beat, beat Lynch. I'm a little annoyed that I have to, you know dress up for this i was planning on doing this didn't have to dress up, but i mean well, Michael, i wasn't gonna i wasn't gonna let him outdress me that's just not gonna happen i mean you still did though like I mean, you like, did not <laughs> not even close but uh but you were telling me before we got on the call that you and carp used to do trivia back in your high school days a lot so that you feel you have the upper hand yeah i mean we ah. are advisory as my dog decides to enter the podcast um our advisory used to do trivia and games of all sorts of, you know, kinds during our uh, advisory meetings on Wednesdays. And that was, so we did that for one, you know, once a week, four years in a row, basically. So we both kind of, you know, we're pretty good at Pictionary and catchphrase and games like that. So I'm, I'm feeling pretty confident about this. That's good. And Michael, we'll, uh, we'll kick it over to you. Uh, what what needs to go differently today? Because because I mean, the performance has been there, but, you know, you, you're not in the win column. It's been a while since you've been in the win column. Yes. Some might argue that you haven't beaten a worthy opponent yet. How are you feeling? You know, um, I don't feel that bad. Uh, it's a fresh start. You know, Christmas Eve is my day. It's my day, time of the year, as you can see, by the way, I'm dressed. Um, you know, I've had a good time. We've had a little break. So I've been able to recollect my thoughts. Get the trivia brain flowing again. Um, I just need to get off to a hot, hot start. It's been my, uh, it's been my downfall. Yeah, yeah. Playing from behind has been your downfall. You've been down like four nothing and miraculously come back and tied games. But if you can, if I agree with that analysis, if you can come out to a hot start, that might benefit your game uh, and take it a long way. Before we hop into the trivia, it is Christmas Eve. Tomorrow is Christmas. This is the only episode we'll record before Christmas and Christmas Eve tonight. I just want to take this time to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays from me and from all of us at TBR to all of you. Uh, it's a great time of year for lots of things that are happening. It's the end of this really awful year that we've been in. And uh, despite the awful year in society and life, 
I feel that TBR's had a pretty good and successful year, and we're rolling right on to the next year's. And we've got you know 75% of the the big four here with us right now. So great way to kick off the what I'm calling the new year. Uh, I think New Year's starts tonight, even though it doesn't. I feel like it does. Uh, I feel like we're turning we're turning the tides tonight, right now. It's going to be good things from here on out. So that being said, let's get into the trivia. Seth has not done trivia before, so I'll do the rules. Michael has has heard these a lot. He already knows the the drill. So how this works. I don't know. He might want to pay attention given his record. Wow. I'm 500. No. (laughs) I'm 500. (laughs) All right. So these are the rules for how it works. We have 12 rounds of trivia. Two questions are asked each round, one for each person. So that's. 24 questions in total. We do have a bonus round as well. Bonus round is categorical. We'll talk about that when we get to the bonus round. It's halfway through. But uh, the questions, it's like a snake. So it alternates. So I ask Michael first in the first round, then Seth first in the second round. It goes back and forth. If the opponent, your opponent, gets a question wrong, you do have the chance to steal that question and get points. Each question is worth one points. Except for in the one point, except for in the bonus round, we do double the points. Uh, No hints tonight. Sometimes we do hints. There are no hints. You have one phone a friend and you have uh, one doubler. So you can double around after you hear the the uh, the category of the round. No hints tonight, though. And we're being ridiculously strict on the answers. I need the answer word for word. And if I don't get it, then it's wrong. And that's just how life goes. So uh, when you say phone a friend, can I just like ask my mom? You can. Yeah. If you want to do that, that works. Okay. Yep. Cool. Uh, and basically, yeah, that's that's how that goes. You get one phone a friend. You can't use a phone a friend on a steal. You can't double on a steal. You can if Michael doubles and gets it wrong, you would still get double the points, but you can't choose to double a steal. You have to double before the round starts. Um, I think that's pretty much all the rules. Oh, categories. So since it's Christmas Eve and the holiday season and Christmas tomorrow and we're headed into the new year, uh, I tried to make it thematic. So there's some Christmas questions, some like college it's football. Be general knowledge games. Christmas questions. It's general right? knowledge because I know that you are, are not Catholic or Christian. I don't even, what, what is it, Catholic? I don't know. Michael, what are you? I'm a Catholic, but it's not Catholic. Catholic. Yeah. Like, Catholic. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Anyway. I don't know. So, yeah, they're they're general. They're not like ridiculously like specific to like, oh, you must celebrate Christmas to know this. Um, But I tried to keep it relatively like themed around Christmas, around the new year, around winter and around college football bowl games, because those are what's coming up. So we have sports questions. We have music questions. We have movie questions. We have miscellaneous questions. Things like that will all pop up in this trivia game. That's pretty much all I've got. Are there any questions? No. No, that sounds great. All right, we're going to head into round one of the Christmas Eve trivia special. Round one starts with Michael because Michael has more games played. Uh, The first round is New Year's Six Bowl games. Does anyone wish to double? (laughs) No. No. Didn't think so. Rather not. All right, Michael. First question. This Big Ten school has the most New Year's Six Bowl appearances with six, most recently playing in the 2019 Fiesta Bowl. Name the team. Ohio State University. Final answer. Sure. Yes. That was right. I don't think he gets it, though. It has to be the Ohio State no, University. No, that's <laughs> – Don't play me like that. I got I'm right. kidding. I'm kidding. One point to Michael. 
See, that was a hard start. That was the yeah, that's good. We yeah, were usually, about. usually I fumble on the football questions. That was good. That's that was pretty good. Pulling out the Fiesta Bowl team. All right, next one goes to Seth. Seth, the Goodyear Cotton Bowl has been played at AT and T Stadium since 2010 after relocating from which stadium? The Cotton Bowl. Final answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little bit of a trick question. <laughs> That was a toughie. That was a toughie. I didn't know if someone was going to, like, think that there wasn't a thing called the Cotton Bowl. But, yeah. All right. Just, that stadium still exists, though, right? It they, does. They have the just, Winter Classic there. Yeah, that's that. right. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. It's stupid. They just don't play there. Like, there are no games. I think they play Texas versus Texas Tech there, I think, like, once a year. And that's it. Like, it's not used for anything else. It just sits there, which is stupid. All right. One to one after the first round. Round two is foods. New category. We have never had foods on TBR trivia before. Uh, First question goes to Seth. Seth, on December 25th, this seasonal dessert is celebrated on its National Food Day. Although not synonymous with the holiday it shares, name the food. Is it fruitcake? Final answer. Yeah. I mean, that's the only dessert I know that has to do with anything around here. So, okay. Not right. Michael, with the chance to steal. May you repeat the question? Yes, I can. Thank you. On December 25th, this seasonal dessert is celebrated on its National Food Day. Although not synonymous with the holiday it shares, name the food. Um... What is apple pie? Final answer. What is? (laughs) Not correct. We were looking for pumpkin pie. Okay. That was closer than I thought. I didn't actually know that that was. All right. I didn't know that. December 25th is National Pumpkin Pie Day. Yep. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that those like days existed, but I guess they do. In researching the question, I found that out. All right, Michael, you get this question. This past Monday... On December 21st, this popular American food was celebrated on its National Food Day. You might also find Kel Mitchell and Kenan Thompson selling these on the show All That. Name the food. What is... Wait, hold is on. Is Jeopardy all of a sudden? Like, what's going on? No, 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 no. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Um, I don't know. Uh, cheeseburger. Final answer. Yeah. I know. I knew it. Okay, so it was Monday, right? Monday, December 21st. Um, donuts. I feel like Final that's not answer. it. But yeah, I mean, that's all I got. Is it burger? Like it's burger. Hamburger. Hamburger? Wow. <laughs> I knew it. So that good was, that it was, was a good burger. And then I was like, yeah. is it like, I don't know. Do you know what the name of the rival restaurant in Good Burger is? No. Mondo Burger. <laughs> Mondo Burger. <laughs> I don't know why I know that. All right. Round three. <laughs> we are one to one headed into round three. Pretty good game so far. We're warming it up, too. We got a lot of rounds to go. Warming it up. Michael came out to a hot start. 
And the question goes back to him. The, the category is World Junior Championships. Those are relative because those are on right now. Michael, with the hopefully, profound hopefully, fist hopefully, pump. Hopefully, hopefully. With a hopefully. big fist pump on that one. Uh, do you wish to double anybody? No. No. None. No doubles in this round. All right, Michael, question goes to you. This Boston native and former Chicago Blackhawk holds the honor of being USA Hockey's top scorer in the IIHF World Junior Championship all time. Name the player. Boston native and he played for the Blackhawks, you said? Yep. I need a second to think. While he's thinking, I would just like to comment that I like Michael's suit today. He is, for those of you, it's a podcast, so you can't see. I might post a video about this because it's just so good. Uh, Michael is wearing a Santa suit. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's on and everything. (laughs) Um, Okay, I need need to think. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. There's no hints, right? Nope. We're not doing hints. And you can phone a friend. Yeah, I, know. I just don't know if that's my best bet. Um, Careful, you don't want to get copyright. Yeah, I'm going to go... Um, <laughs> copyright. <laughs> Jeremy Roenick. Final answer? That's actually a great guess. Yeah, it's a great answer, too. Let's go. I was Good thinking, that I, knew, I knew he played it there, and I was like, okay, he had to be from here. Yeah, that's right. That was a very, very good poll. I didn't, I mean, I guess if you narrow it down to Boston natives who are like good players who probably yeah. play on that team, there's probably, he's, I didn't even know he was from Boston, but. Well, my thing was, is I had to like think of all the teams he's been on. Like, I couldn't yeah. pick him in a Blackhawks uniform. <laughs> I couldn't. Yeah, because he's I played like, like 50,000 teams. Legit, it felt like that. Yeah, I mean, all right. I, think of, I can only picture him in a, what is it, Flyers and uh, and Blackhawks? Flyers, he was with the Kings, he was with Flyers, the Kings. He was uh-huh. with the, I think Blackhawks was like his longest tenure. Coyotes. That's why I wrote that. Coyote, yeah, everywhere. All right, uh, two to one. Question goes back to Seth. Seth, this Ontario native and former Philadelphia Flyer holds the honor of recording the most points for Team Canada in the IIHF World Junior Championship all-time. Name the player. So, Ontario and former Flyer? Yep. Oh, God. See, I don't know World Juniors all that well. Um... Good forwards that I have that's not still on the team. Uh, Mike Richards. Mike Richards' final answer? Yeah. Ah. That was a good guess. Michael, you have a chance to steal. Um, Eric Lindros. That's final nice. answer. Yeah. Yeah. Off. Seth's dog is not happy with his performance. It's rattled. <laughs> they are, they're rattled. They're See, rattled. the the 
hint, in, not hint in that question, but I thought the Ontario and Flyers might give it away because he's famous for that draft where he wouldn't play for the Nordiques because he was from Ontario and the Quebecois people were treating the Ontario people poorly. Thought might maybe that would uh. Yeah, I don't. I don't know my history like that. That's not a. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. So we're headed to round four. This round is music. A little different. We've never done it like this before. Usually we've done either song lyrics or like song background. Now I am going to read you the top three albums of all time, like the most streamed albums from a band, and you have to tell me what the band is. Okay. That's so fine. I'm gonna double this round. You're gonna double. Yeah. All right. Seth is going to like double that. in round four. Down I, three, uh, one. It could no. be big. Michael is not doubling. Not doubling. All right, Seth. These are your albums. Ready? In order, too. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Not albums, songs. Oh, top oh, songs. Okay. Oh. Do you want to not double now? Or do you want to still double? No, I think I'll stay doubled. I'll okay. stay doubled. I, I originally wrote it as albums, and then I switched it to songs at the last minute because I thought the albums would have been too hard. Okay. Seth, ready. These are the top three songs in order of most streamed. Californication, Under the Bridge, Can't Stop. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, right? Yeah. Final answer? Yeah. Double comes in handy there. Seth gets two Good points. Stuff, Seth. Good stuff. I thought Californication was going to give it away. Yeah, that's. I was like, I had to sing the song in my head for a second to think about it and make sure that I got like the, the band right. Yeah. All right, it goes to Michael. Michael is not doubling. We're tied at three for a chance to take a slim lead. Michael, here are your three songs in order. Wonderwall, Don't Look Back in Anger, Champagne, Supernova. You don't get this. Oasis. (laughs) Final answer? Yes. The favorite band of Brendan Willett. (laughs) The pronunciation of the name Oasis? Hey, I didn't want to stumble (laughs) I think they were like Oasis. Oasis. Um, Oasis. Oasis. Same yeah, that's thing. my uh, that's my favorite band of all time. Oasis. Great band for like the shortest amount of time before they broke up ever. <laughs> all right. Through four rounds, it's four to three. Seth's double came in handy there. Uh, he made it a, a tight game again. Four three. Long way to go. Round five. Back by popular demand. Heisman Trophy winners. Uh, we did Heisman's to start off Carp versus Michael, and it Carp was like one. Carp won, and it was like a very good round. So we're going to do it again. First question. What? I said part one. Was oh, first part one. I thought you said Carp one. He like, did. Yeah, right? he did. Yeah, part one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Heisman Trophy winners. Does anyone – or Seth doesn't have a double. Michael, do you want a double? I'm all set. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, here's the question. <laughs> The last running back to run for the Heisman Trophy did so in 2015 for the Alabama Crimson Tide. Name the player. Derrick Henry. Final answer? Yeah. You guys are like on your shit today. (laughs) Told you. Gave my brain a rest. Gave the brain. (laughs) All right. Next one goes to Seth. Seth, in 2012, this SEC quarterback became the first freshman to ever win the Heisman Trophy. Name the player. First freshman, SEC. Okay. Um, let's think about this. Twelve freshman. 
Did Marcus Mariota? Was he a freshman when he won it? No, that's not even. He's Oregon. Wait, that's not even SEC. What am I talking about? <laughs> I got to think about SEC teams here. Because, like, my, my gut inclination is Alabama, but I feel like Bama's not really known for their quarterbacks. Then again. Dude, I have no idea. Um, okay. I'm going to say... I'm going to say Tim Tebow. Why not? Why not? <laughs> I have a better answer. I feel like 2012 is way too late for that, but yeah. yeah. 2012 is way too late for Tim Tebow. He won it 2007, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, Michael, with a chance to steal, who was the first freshman to ever win the Wait, Heisman? he did not win in 2007. That doesn't make any sense because he played ahead of Cam Newton, and Cam Newton won the MVP in like his second or third year in the league. There's no way they would overlap like that. Tim Tebow won the Heisman in 2007. Did he really? I'm fairly certain he did. Either 2007 or 2006. Yeah, 2007, Tim Tebow. Oh, wow. Okay. Cam Newton won in 2010. Right, but no, my point was that um, Cam Newton played, was on Florida at the oh, same right. time as Tim. Saying, yeah. 2012 was when the, you said? 2012, first SEC. freshman to ever win the Heisman, and he just happened to be an SEC quarterback. Okay. Um, wait, dude, I literally saw a TikTok of like, wait, wasn't 2012 like a good draft class for quarterbacks too in the NFL? Um, yeah. Okay, I could be wrong. Um, I don't know. I can't remember the first guy they showed. He was also a freshman, so he didn't get drafted in 2012. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Well, he could have. No. No. No, football players cannot get drafted as freshmen. I didn't know that. You have to spend, what, two or three years? In college? You're eligible your, after your junior season. Yeah. I did not know that. Okay. Um, I think of quarterbacks. It's been around. Um, Nick Foles. Final answer? Yeah. I'm mad that I didn't get this right know the answer johnny football johnny manzel won the heisman for texas a&m as a freshman damn i don't think of them as sec that's my bad yeah that, that's what i was gonna say like when you think sec i feel like the teams that come to mind are like bama and florida yeah like, like quarterback like, yeah. yeah texas a&m feels like it shouldn't be an sec because every other team in texas is a big 12 mm-hmm. a little bit of a trick when you texas look up A&M heisman also, trophy like, um yeah that's fact when you look up heisman trophy winners on uh on Wikipedia, all their like pictures come up of them like at like award ceremonies or like playing football, and then Johnny Manziel's is his mugshot, and I think that's hilarious. That's awesome, I want to look that. Up. <laughs>
Just look up Heisman winners and then click on the drop down menu and Johnny Manziel's picture is a mugshot, which is great. All right. It's still four to three headed into round six. Last round before the bonus. This is um, we've had this category before in like a sense, but not the way that I'm doing it. We're doing American cities. So I think we did capital cities last time. Now we're just doing American cities. The first question goes to Seth down four to three before the bonus Seth. This city is the most populous city, starting with the letter A. Name the city. So it is not the most populous city in America. It is the most populous city that starts with an A. This is for me, right? Yep. Um, most populous city that starts with an A. All right. So I'm thinking there's Arlington, there's Austin, there's Annapolis, uh, Albuquerque, uh what else is around there albany i feel like it's either austin or arlington it's got to be one of those texas ones because i mean is there any like if there's one in california then you know i'm gonna go arlington arlington final answer yeah incorrect if you couldn't hear the buzzer michael with a chance to steal most populous city that starts with an A. Yeah. Okay. Is it Austin? Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. Final Is there another Austin? Yes. <laughs> I just needed to hear him say it. <laughs> Goes up six to three. Word. I think I said the score wrong before the round. I said four three. You're up five three. Uh, yeah, Seth, that was tough. <laughs> yeah, you narrowed Austin That's and unreal. Arlington. <laughs> I was like, those are the two. Big, I was like, it's it's probably one of those. All right, six to three, and it goes back to Michael with a chance to extend his lead. Michael, this city is the most populous city starting with the letter F. Name the city. Damn. Is it Frankfurt, Kentucky? Final answer. Final answer. (laughs) Okay, see, I'm sitting between two right now. I'm thinking Fresno, and I'm thinking Fort Lauderdale. I was thinking Fort Lauderdale. Like, those are my my two. I want to... I'm going to go with my gut and say Fort Lauderdale. Final answer? Yeah. You were 50% right with Fort Lauderdale. It's Fort Worth, Texas. Oh, dude, I was thinking, oh, I was thinking Fort Worth. You know the phrase, everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All All right, it is six to three headed into the bonus. This is a big bonus round. This could make it eight to three or six to five. 
Yeah. This bonus round is it a new one that we haven't. Five, or something to six, too, right? Huh? Or is, is bonus round worth double points? Just two points, yeah. Yeah, so if I get both of them, don't I get four points? No, it's re- no, it's it, it's categorical, so it's not like two questions. Uh, okay. So it's one question that's posed to both of you that has multiple answers. So we're Perfect. doing it by soccer shootout rules. That's not the category. Soccer shootout rules. We're going to go the five rounds, and then at the end of five, whoever has the most okay. wins. Uh, this is a new category that we have done that we haven't done yet that I'm excited to do. Madden cover athletes. <laughs> All right. So there's been a decent amount of Madden cover athletes. I'm going to throw this out there. John Madden doesn't count because he was on the cover of the game for like 10 years before they right. started putting athletes. So it's from the first time an athlete was on all the way up until Madden 21, which just came out uh, like a month or two ago. Do you have to specify what team they were on? No. So you have to tell me the year and the player. You don't have to say <laughs> you don't have to say that. And you don't have to say like the year. You just say like Madden 20, whatever, you know, and then the player. Uh, five rounds and it starts with Michael because whoever's leading headed into the bonus round. Oh, sorry. It starts with Seth because whoever's leading headed into the bonus round has the opportunity to do the rebuttal thing. So Seth goes first. So name me a Madden cover athlete and the year in which they were on the game. Okay. I'm going to go Madden 12 and Peyton Hillis. (laughs) That's a good one. That was a weird one to start off that's with. A funny one. <laughs> that's the first that's one. The dude, that's the dude on the Browns, right? Yeah, that was like the most yeah. random cover athlete of all time. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Good job. <laughs> Madden twenty-one, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> yeah, don't know why you didn't start with that one. <laughs> Work my way. Um, let's see, I'm gonna say. Fine, I'll just do Madden twenty and Pat Mahomes. Madden 25, Barry Sanders. Nice. You do get credit for that. There were two 25 cover, cover athletes. I looked it up because some people were like, oh, it's a special edition. But no, that was the Madden 25 cover. Yeah. I have a question before we keep going on. What happens in the year 2025 to Madden? What are they going to call it? Madden what? 2025. I guess so. I don't know. They've yeah, already had it. Madden 25. It's confusing. All right. Anyway, go ahead. Um, oh, it's my turn, right? Yeah. All right. Madden 16 OBJ. Madden 15 Richard Sherman. Uh, okay. Now here's the question. Was it... Madden 11, Drew Brees. What's the score right now? Four to three, but you're on your fourth turn. Yeah, okay. Madden 09, Brett Favre. (laughs) Sending through papers. Madden 18, Tom Brady. 
Good one. Need this to uh, keep it alive. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Really need to pull this one. The anticipation is killing me. Dude, I know. I can't think. <laughs> like, I'm like drawing a blank on the two ones that I like. Madden 13, Calvin Johnson. Good pull. Good pull. That one, dude. Oh. All right. We reset. So do we go another five, or is this just sudden death? Sudden death now. All right. Madden 19, Antonio Brown. I couldn't think of that one. Now I'm screwed again. Shit. Um, Keep it alive. I got one more that I know for sure, and then another yeah. one that I'm like 50-50 on. I'm yeah, not. if you keep going, you're going to eventually, like, run out of current Maddens and go into, like, the early 2000s, which will be fun. <laughs> we did. We, we did 21, 20, 19, 18. 21, 20, 19, 18, 16, 15, 13, 12, 11, 9. So we haven't done 17, so I didn't think of that one. Oh, boy. Just choke it. You know you want to choke it. I know, but this is like where me not playing video games screws me over. So I like think I should know, but I don't. Give me like, give me, give me some time. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I need to process this one. We have an abundance of time. Yes, of course. Well, yes, of course. Well, yes, of course. Uh, This is a complete guess, but Madden 05, Randy Moss. That's, there's no way that's right. Oh, yeah, no way that's right. But that was my best guess. For the record, seven yeah. Bob Gronkowski, I'm pretty sure, right? Because yep. didn't they go Gronk then Brady? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We back to back. Technically, we had three in a row. Also, question AB Mike was Vick was 07? Yep. No. 04. Oh, four. Sean Alexander was 07. I will, Michael, I'll give you credit. I had the the Brett Favre was like a great pull. That was. I did that because that's what I played on my Xbox 360. That was a good pull. Um, So I'll just run through the list for everybody. 
So we got Lamar 21, Mahomes 20, uh, AB 19, Tom Brady 18, Gronk 17, Odell 16, Sherman 15. So Barry Sanders was 25. And then when they switched to next gen halfway through the year, Adrian Peterson was 25. All right. So they would both have counted Calvin Johnson, Jr. 2013, Peyton Hillis, Madden 12, Drew Brees, Madden 11, uh, Troy Polamalu and Larry Fitzgerald on Madden 10. So that was my first ever game. And then I didn't get 11. So I knew it was Brees. And then I got 12 after that. So I knew that was Hillis. That's how I had that kind of <laughs> the Madden um, 10 with. Fitz and Troy Palmolo was a great game. I loved that game. Um, Madden 08, Vince Young, or Michael Lynch to some. Uh, Madden 07, Sean Alexander. Madden 06, Donovan McNabb. Madden 05, Ray Lewis. 04, Michael Vick. 03, Marshall Falk. 02, Dante Culpepper. 01, Eddie George. 2000, Dorsey Levins. 2000, again, Barry Sanders. And then Garrison Hurst was 99. So, yeah. Seth wins the bonus and picks up two crucial points and gets himself to five, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I was it is I was able to bring that to the sudden death. Six to five. That was a good. That was a good bonus round too. You guys, you're we going back Seth and forth. Seth did stuff there. I was impressed. He did. Yeah. So did you though. <laughs> All right. Six five Michael after the bonus round. Round seven now, second half of the trivia, Christmas movies. This should be a good one, especially because we're doing a Christmas movie tournament at TBR. So, like, we're in the know. All right, Michael, are you ready? Yes, sir. Until The Hangover Part 2, this 1990 film held the title of the highest grossing live action comedy film of all time, still holding the record for the highest grossing Christmas movie of all time. Name the movie. That little hmm. Yeah, um I wanna say Elf, so I'm gonna say Elf. Wildly off in time period. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's whatever. I don't really care. I'm gonna say home alone. Oh Seth ties it up. Oh, that was so stupid. Oh. I tried to throw you off with the wording of the question because I don't think of home alone as a live action comedy. Likewise. So that's that's yeah. why I did that. Good. All right. Uh, yeah, Home Alone. I didn't know that, that the Hangover Part 2 took it over. I feel like Part 1 would have, but whatever. All right, Michael. Seth, here is your question. Released in 2006, this Christmas movie is listed in the Guinness Book of World Records as the first all-digital capture film. Also sitting at number four on the list of highest-grossing Christmas movies of all time, name the movie. What does all-digital capture mean? Like we talking cap- stop motion? It was captured all digitally. No, not stop motion, because like Rudolph is stop motion, and that was like in the 60s. Okay, so all digital, 2006? Yes, so it was that's captured the... all digitally. See, this is where my lack of knowledge of Christmas movies comes in. Entirely digital. Okay, wait. Uh, Charlie Brown? Like the Final Charlie answer. Brown Christmas? Final answer? Yeah. Also wildly off in time period. Michael, chance to steal. Um, I, I'm confused as to what all digital means. 
It was captured all digitally. <laughs> it doesn't clear it up. Listen, take it up with the Guinness people. I didn't make the rules. I just enforced them. Wait, wait, wait. 2006, you said? Yeah. I was two. Um, Damn, that's crazy. I know. All digital. And it's the fourth. Wait, can you just repeat the question, please? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, released in 2006, this Christmas movie is listed in the Guinness Book of World Records as the first all-digital capture film. Also sitting at number four on the list of highest-grossing Christmas movies of all time. Name the movie. Um, dude, what? Polar Express? Final answer? Yeah. Good poll. Great answer. I was shocked that Seth didn't get it because it was in the TBR Christmas tournament, too. See, I wasn't sure if that's that what was... I was thinking of. I was running through movies in that. I'm just, yeah. I don't understand what digital capture. So it I was, was 100% like digital. Like, you know how, like, when they make 2K, they wear the like dots on the suit? Oh, it's motion capture. It's like the, it was the first ever movie to be 1,000% digitally captured. Okay. And it's in the Guinness Book of World Records as that as well. Very cool. Uh, yeah. I don't necessarily think it's like a Christmas movie as much as it's like a holiday movie. Or like a winter movie. Screwed up movie is what it is. Why? Those kids are freaky looking. You ever looked at those kids? Oh, well, Nick Ferrillo's in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> he plays the kid who's like, hey, you, do you know what train this is? That's him. <laughs> All right. Michael just went up seven to six, headed into round eight. Round eight, March Madness Final Fours. Uh, who has Michael? Have you not doubled yet? I have not. Do you want to? I'd like. I would not like to. He would not. He would like to not to. So this I is an, also a new category. We've done March Madness, but not Final Four. So how this is going to work? I'm going to read you the Final Four teams from a given year. You have to tell me who won the tournament. So it starts with Seth. Ready, Seth. Wait, wait, wait. Are you no, giving me the year? Yeah, I'm giving you the oh. year and I'm giving you the four teams. Okay. That's you helpful. have to tell me yeah. who of those four teams made it one. Okay. All right. Ready. So yeah. the 2014 Final Four, Florida, Yukon, Wisconsin, Kentucky. I can also give you the seeds if you'd like them. Uh, Yeah, I would like the seeds. Florida at the one seed, Yukon at the seven seed, Wisconsin at the two seed, Kentucky at the eight seed. And you're not allowed, like, I'm not allowed to know who played who in the final four. I can tell you. Yeah, who played who? Florida played Yukon, Wisconsin played Kentucky. Oh, okay. So that doesn't. Okay, so 2014. Let's think about this. So Kemba's already in the NBA by then, right? 2014, because he just signed his four-year deal after being, yeah, so he, he had been in there for too long, right? So 2014. I wanna, I'm going to say Kentucky. Kentucky Wildcats, final answer? Yeah. So it narrows down to three. Yeah. <laughs> 2014. Yes. 
I know it's not Wisconsin because they won or they were in. I think they won a few years after with Frank Comiskey. I remember that. They lost a few. They years lost. After. They lost. Okay. So Wisconsin they lost. lost to Kentucky. That's why they asked who they played. Okay, but Seth, you're not doing yourself any favors. <laughs> Helping him out. I, I that. Well, either way, I wasn't choosing Wisconsin, so that narrowed down to two. Um, I'm gonna go UConn. Final answer. Yeah, I don't think the one seed is gonna win. Damn. UConn. Oh. Freaking Shabazz Napier, of course. That was the Shabazz year, bro. How could you forget? Oh, they dude. were filthy that year. That was okay. a weirdly seeded Final Four. Yeah. One seven two eight. I don't. I don't think I picked up on that. Uh, all right, goes back to Michael. Michael's up eight to six. Here is your question: the two thousand and three Final Four, Texas at the one seed, Syracuse at the three seed, Kansas at the two seed, Marquette at the three seed. That's a more realistic Final Four seeding. Two thousand three. Two thousand and three. Marquette. Final answer. <laughs> that, was so was the, that was the year that D-Wade was there. That's why I thought. I was like, maybe he won. So what are the others? What are the other teams? Texas at the one seed, Syracuse at the three seed, and Kansas at the two seed, since you've eliminated Marquette. Syracuse, okay. Let's think about this. Kansas. Final answer. Yeah. It was Syracuse. Yeah. Two thousand and three national championship. All right. Sorry, I just had to text somebody. It was very important. All right. Round nine. It is eight to six. Headed into round nine. Round nine is the National Football League also known as the NFL to most. Anybody wish to double? I mean, I know Seth can't, but... I would not want to like to. He would like to not want to like to. All right, Michael, the first question is headed to you, my friend. Ready. Although they have not won a Super Bowl since 1996, this NFC franchise still holds the record for the most playoff appearances with 33. Name the franchise. So they haven't won since 1996? Yeah, it would help a lot if you knew who won the Super Bowl in 1996. Oh. <laughs> uh, obviously it would. Barely even know who won it like two years ago. Okay. Um, I, I, know. I know that. Um, so NFC. Okay, now I need to think of the NFC. I want to say the Green Bay Packers. Would you like to say that? No. Oh. (laughs) That's now they won after that. Can you repeat the question, please? Yeah. Thank you. Although they haven't won a Super Bowl since 1996, this NFC franchise still holds the record for the most playoff appearances with 33. Name the franchise. And I would like to say that Michael, I mean, sorry, 
Carp just texted me and said, Seth and Michael can use him, can use Carp as a phone a friend if you want to. I don't know why he texted that mid round, but. Oh, because he texted me and said that. What are you doing? I said doing the trivia. Oh, sorry for not being there. I was like, oh, OK. Yeah, um, he was you were supposed to play against him and Seth. And oh, yes, trying to kill me, dude. Well, I was trying to get like uh, like for to be on your team again. But for like doing things, obviously. So yeah. per, per usual. <laughs> um, wait, so NFC and they have the most playoff appearances of all appearances. time. Yes, but they have not won a Super Bowl in do the math. Dallas for Cowboys. Me. What was that? Dallas Cowboys. Final Dallas answer? Cowboys. Final answer. Yes. That was the most unconfident yes I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't know. But it was the right answer. <laughs> God, it was okay. Good. I got worried there. Gets it to nine. All right. Don't give me my question yet because my laptop's about to die, so I need to plug it in. Give me a minute. Okay. We'll, uh, Michael and I will talk mid-game talk, Michael. You're up nine to six right now. How are you feeling? Feeling pretty good. You know, better than I, th- to be honest, didn't think I was going to be in this position. Um, I'm proud of some of the pulls I have so far. Especially that one. I didn't think I was going to pull that. I was like, wait, the Cowboys suck. So, of course, I haven't won. I would like to point out that you're averaging one point per round right now. Really? Oh, because yeah. I've got some seals. Oh, that's hype. So, that's- you're doing pretty well, just just yeah. to just to throw that out there. I think it's a, we've got some good questions. We've got some great answers. Two guys who know their stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. that We haven't had too many wrong answers. Knock no, on no. Knock on wood. Uh but uh but yeah seth is your laptop plugged in yep i am ready to go all right here we go this is your question this nfc franchise holds the unique record of having the fewest playoff appearances with 10 while still having a super bowl victory which they won in 2003 name the franchise fewest with 10 so they don't have the fewest all time because there are some teams that like they are the fewest and the team with a Super Bowl victory that has the fewest. I don't know if I'm saying that right. So they are the team. They have the fewest playoff appearances of any team that has won. That has won. Yes. Thank okay. you for articulating that. Right. Um, and they won it in 2003. They won it in 2003. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with the. Wait, do you want their current name or the name of the team when they won? Um, I can't answer that. Because I feel like okay, the Los Angeles slash St. Louis Rams. Final answer. Yeah. Really? Oh my I don't god. Think, I don't think the Rams have one. I think we beat them twice. And they oh no they beat the Titans sorry but earlier because that was a question on trivia. Michael goes to you. So 2003. Yep. And they had the okay. Never mind. I heard Seth. Oh oh. Um, least amount of appearances, one Super Bowl. I think I know this one, but I don't want to like. Wait. Super. Um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Final answer. Yeah. Michael Lynch showed up to play Dude, today. It was um. I saw. Didn't they have those two guys that like 
were like beasts, like on the defense, on their D line, with like sacks. Know, probably. And something. I don't remember. I just I know that like, that was when Gruden beat the Raiders after yes. the Raiders traded him. Traded him. <laughs> that was a good. Feeling good. All right, ten to six. Feeling good. Headed into round ten, Seth, you're gonna need all the points that you can get moving forward. Yeah. I um, I should also point out. Which I think I said, but like kind of skipped over, is that you have to use a double. So Michael, you have to use it within oh, okay. the next three. Oh, that would have been nice to know. <laughs> well, that's how we did it last time. So I forgot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, round ten is Christmas music. Christmas music. Uh, Seth, first question goes to you. This Christmas song released in 1984 was the second most streamed Christmas song of 2020. Name the song. I'm just gonna point this out that. I'm using second and third in this category because number one is pretty obviously the Mariah Carey song. So like I, it, it wouldn't be fair to give that to somebody. So like eliminate that song from all contention. Uh, 1984 second most streamed Christmas song of this year. Uh, is it Santa Claus is coming to town? Final, That's my answer. final answer. Yeah. <sighs> Nineteen eighty four. See, I don't know if that's the name of the song though. It has to be exact, right? Yep. Okay. Um Rocking Around the Christmas Tree? Final answer. Yeah. Not known for their Christmas music, we were looking for Last Christmas by Wham. Oh, no kidding. That's funny. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't know they would be at all the way up there, too. It, yeah, it's a pretty popular Christmas song, believe it or not. Yeah, that's um, all right. We go to Michael. He's up 10 to 6. This is your question. This Christmas song released in 2014 was the third most streamed Christmas song of 2020. Name the song. 2014? Yes. Six years ago. Jesus. Oh boy. Twenty fourteen, dude. Yep. That's like too new. Christmas <laughs> <laughs> um, songs need at least a decade to age before they <laughs> I feel like all Christmas songs have to be mad old. Um okay. So it's the third most streamed of 2020 of 2020 released in 2014 was one direction still a band back then i don't know one direction as much as some others yeah but i feel like that might like, i don't know i feel like it might be like a weird i don't know when they broke up i i was under the assumption that they were still together so wow <laughs> Well, I knew they broke up, but I thought they like got back together. Did they not? I don't think they did. Okay, oh, yeah. I don't know. I, that I, sucks. Justin Bieber was old by then. Yeah, the Biebs <laughs> has been kicking it since like 2008. That's the thing. Yeah, I was about to say like whatever <laughs> his Christmas song was. He had a bomb Christmas album. 2014, I'm going to go with Once Upon a Christmas. Don't even know if that's the name of a song. 
Seth with a chance to steal. That <laughs> yeah, I there is. Uh, I mean, wasn't there that weird song that people like Santa Baby or something? I mean, that's my answer. I don't know when that's from, but. Final answer? Yeah. It was Santa Tell Me by Ariana Grande. Yeah. Dude, it's actually a good what? song. Kind of a banger. Like, I was listening to it in the car the other day. I was like, shit, this is, like, good. Damn. Not, not usually. Listen, I like Ariana Grande in, like, in doses. That's a good song. Just so. All right. All right. 10, 6, round 11. Seth pretty much needs, like, all the rest of the points. Michael, in the next two rounds, has to double. Yeah, what's the category? NBA on Christmas Day. Oh, my God. Do I want to just do it now? If he doubles and I get his question right, do I get two points? Yeah. Yep. What's the okay. score? 10-6. Ten ten six. I would not like to use my double. All right, so he's going to use it in the last round. Okay. First question goes to Michael. Michael. Although their last Christmas Day game was in 2015, where they beat the New Orleans Pelicans, this Eastern Conference franchise still holds the highest win percentage in Christmas Day games. Name the franchise. You still have a phone of friends. Yeah. So they haven't played since 2015 on a Christmas day. Right. Um, dude. Wait, I need to think of the Eastern Conference teams. They beat the Pelicans. Yeah. <laughs> That's disgusting. I hate that. Because if, if, if it's who I think it is, that's an awful matchup. Well, anybody against the Pelicans sucks, especially in 2015. Who was on the Pelicans in 2015? Nerlens Noel? I mean, that was the beginning of Anthony <laughs> Davis' career, right? Yeah. It was like David. Anthony Davis, Jalil Okafor. They have the highest percentage. They have the, high, they have the highest win percentage in Christmas Day games. Oh, in 2015? Is that that's when the game was? The game was in 2015, but of yeah. all Christmas Day games... This team has the highest win percentage. 2015 Pelicans. I just called Cam Brown Amigo. It feels so, like, ingenuine. <laughs> <laughs> Just texting. I was like, "All right, amigo." <laughs> um, something tells me 2015. I want to say I feel like I remember the Miami Heat because I think LeBron was on that team. I don't know about that, but I feel like I haven't seen him since. So I'm gonna go Miami Heat. Final answer. Yeah. So your, oh, lo- your logic was way off. Really? Yeah, LeBron was not LeBron on. LeBron had left by then. All right. You see, I didn't even know that. 2014, he went back to the Cavs. But you somehow got the team right. So, <laughs> Well, because my logic was 
He wasn't on the team anymore. They sucked. That's why they haven't been on since. 11-6. That was my logic there. Wow. Um, I, That may have won it. Uh, so if I get no, this one still, right and then I get my next one. You need everything else right and his double steal. Jeez. Yeah, I feel like the tie. At the, this okay, is so what, right? No, this is round eleven, right? Yes, eleven. So 10. I can get, I can only get four more points. I'm pretty sure he's won. No, you can tie if you get, if you get everything else right plus you steal his doubler. You can tie at that point. So okay. you're still alive, but you need to get everything else right. Gotcha. Here's your question: To stay alive, some NBA teams still haven't played a game on Christmas Day, but only one team that has played on Christmas Day has not won a single game on the 25th. Losing their last Christmas Day game in 2019 to the Boston Celtics, name this Eastern Philadelphia Conference. 76ers. Final answer? Yeah. You're done. Dang. What? <laughs> you were so confident in the wrong answer. Michael, let's see That's... if you can run the record up, because you do have a chance to beat the record, so let's play for that. Seth, thanks for coming. <laughs> May I repeat the question? Sure. Some NBA teams still haven't played a game on Christmas Day, but only one team that has played on Christmas Day still has not won a single game, losing their last Christmas Day game in 2019 to the Boston Celtics. Name this Eastern Conference franchise. Oh, Eastern Conference franchise? Yeah, so who did the Celtics play on Christmas last year? Is essentially what the question is. I wish I watched basketball. Hey, you want to chill with that, please? Hey, can you shut up? Whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, of course I can, but do I want to? <laughs> Just kidding. Jeez, dude, what? Um, 20, so they played the Celtics? Yep. On so they Christmas. never won. So they've played... They've played on Christmas, but they've never won. Right. They have not won a Christmas Day game. It's the only team who has played on Christmas to not win a Christmas Day game. Oh, oh, geez. Okay, so it's not. And I think there's a few teams that have never played, so they technically don't have wins. But it's not that. 2019. Who's good then? Who's good then? This is last year? Yeah, last Christmas. We did that. Celtics played the Raptors. Toronto Raptors. Unbelievable. Oh, that was quiet. Michael Lynch is having like a day and a half. 12-6. Uh, you're just playing for the record at this point. So we'll I want a rematch, just saying. You will like get a rematch. You, I'm fine with that. We, we will do one sooner than later, too, because the trivias are always fun. Uh, round 12, you are doubling. And I'm glad. I mean, if it was a close game, you would have probably benefited from doubling in this round in the in doing what you did it's nhl winter classics which i think is uh-huh. more up your alley yes uh first question goes to seth though seth this at the two th- oh fun fact brendan willette was at both of these games that i'm gonna ask questions about just saying uh, i know both of them at the 2010 <laughs> winter classic played at fenway park i'm still on what <laughs> <laughs> we just got a muted seth guys <laughs> that is like screaming at somebody <laughs> Give me 30 seconds. <laughs> All right. Uh, Michael, how about winner's circle? You just got back in the win column. You won back home field advantage for oh, the yeah. next trivia battle, which will probably be sooner than later. How are you feeling uh, after beating Seth? 
you know, I feel pretty good. You know, obviously the final buzzer hasn't buzzed yet, but I feel pretty good. I'm happy that I'm back in the win column. Yeah, you're back. So the next trivia match will take place on Up All Night, uh, not on the review. Uh, But yeah. All right, Seth, here's your question. NHL Winter Classics is the category. At the 2010 Winter Classic played at Fenway Park, the Boston Bruins defeated the Philadelphia Flyers in overtime when this Bruins scored the game-winning goal on what would have been third base. Because it's a baseball field. Can you, can you <laughs> say that again? Yes. Fenway Park. Uh, at the 2010 Winter Classic played at Fenway Park, the Boston Bruins defeated the Philadelphia Flyers in overtime when this Bruins scored the game-winning goal on what would have been third base. So here's the thing. I can picture the goal. I just can't. I don't like I I can see who's in there. It's just a matter of like actually knowing who I'm going to say. Is it Recky? That's the only guy I can think of that could have possibly scored that goal. Final answer. Marco Sturm. Of course. Hell of a goal. I can picture had, had that Bergeron's in the photo of that goal, right? There's a photo of like him and Bergeron next Bergeron to him. Bergeron got the assist. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. Okay, because I can I picture Bergeron. Bergeron with the assist, Chara with the secondary. Yep. I looked up the highlight of the goal. I was right there, too. Our seats were down the third baseline. Unreal. I was like eight, but it was so sick. All right, next one. Uh, I've been to three winner classics, so we're only talking about two. Another fun flex. All right, Michael. At the 2020 Winter Classic, played at the Cotton Bowl, the Dallas Stars scored four unanswered goals to defeat the Nashville Predators 4-2 in the third period. This Stars forward scored a power play goal to give the Stars their first and final lead of the game. Name the player. It's a tough question. Yeah. It's a good question. Real good question. I need to think because I know it's one of the weird guys with like the Russian name. I think. Oh, if, if he if he gets this, he goes to fifteen, and I believe that breaks the record. Jeez, dude! Oh my God. Set the scene for everybody at home. All eyes are on him. The pressure is on now. Can he get it? We don't know. So they scored four unanswered goals in the third period, or just in the game. He's watching and waiting. For the first time ever to break the record of trivia. Can he do it? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so either. <laughs> um, he's a so stars forward. He scored the goal that ended up like the first of the four goals. No, he scored the goal that gave him the lead. Third goal. Oh, that gave him the lead. Okay. Power play goal in the third period. It was electric when he scored it too. Plays went crazy. Yeah, of course. Per usual. As per usual. I don't know who would know this if I used to phone a friend. Dude, I can like picture his face, I think. Jeez, this is hard. Can I just give his last name? No. Fuck. <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So I could be wrong now. Um, I'm going to go with. Cor- it wasn't Corey Perry. He got kicked out of the game. You kicked out of the game like the first play. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Thompson. 
Alexander Radulov. There is a new record holder, I think. Really? 15 points. Wait, I didn't know. Dude, I like was psyching myself out. You were, because you said his name early on. Uh, that that does it. It already did it. Michael Lynch, you are our winner. Uh, you improved to 3-2. and two. Seth, in his first appearance, is 0-1. Uh, 15-6 is the final score. I will do the standings of the trivia after, uh, before we do the next trivia show and figure out where everybody stands. But Michael Lynch won back home field advantage, so we will be on the Up All Night podcast the next time you hear a trivia. But... Uh, that's it for this episode. I'll just take this time now. I hope everybody has a great Christmas, uh, new year. I and we'll be back before the new year, obviously, but, uh, great holiday. However, you're choosing to celebrate. It's definitely a weird year this year where like, you know, we like can't see family and we're not supposed to gather in large groups and stuff like that. But I hope everybody's making the best of it. I myself in, uh, in lieu of not being able to go to my usual Christmas party, and watching the Friends Marathon that TBS is putting on all day from one o'clock to like 12 midnight, just Friends Christmas episodes. So that's what I'll be doing. Um, but yeah, if anyone, if any of you guys, I'll give you the floor now. That was pretty much it for me. Merry Christmas to everybody. Yeah, same here. Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, hope you guys all have a happy and safe holidays. I had a good time getting together with the boys, doing a nice little trivia. It was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. So, yeah same here. Yeah. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah, so we'll be back sooner than later because Seth and I will be back with the Pickums, obviously. Uh, and we've got college football bowl season coming up, so we have to we got to get that. an updated standings out, by the way. On the Pickum, yes. Yeah, so I I have done the updated standings, and the graphic is coming out this week. I'm just taking a break today on like doing stuff because it's Christmas Eve and Christmas. But we will have an updated standings. Uh, I believe we're only like one or two games apart. We might even be tied. Uh, I still have to update it from last week but heading into the last week uh i have it updated so yeah that's all i've got uh merry christmas from everybody here at tbr and both podcasts that we're running right now will be back soon and just like more content to come yeah yeah you boys next time have a holly jolly christmas it's the best time of the year i don't know if there'll be snow but have a cup of cheer Have a holly jolly Christmas And when you walk down the street Say hello to friends you know And everyone you meet Ho, ho, the mistletoe Hung where you can see Somebody waits for you Kiss her once for me